London Property, home of Super Prime, where you can find informative, educational and entertaining content covering all aspects of property. Hello and welcome to London Property, the home of Super Prime. I'm your host Farnas Fazaipour and today we're in conversation with Chris Erickson, who's worked at the top end of the property market for over a decade and uh, welcome to our show. Thank you Farnas, lovely to see you again. So, um, Let's start by you telling us uh, what you think is going on at the top of the market. Yeah, so it's a bit of a challenging time at the moment in the market. Um, we have, it sort of can be described in two tiers. It's sort of what's happening right now and where do we think we'll be at the end of the year. Right now we have a bit of a perfect storm in terms of rising prices, an energy crisis, we have rising inflation and rising interest rates. Um, now, that is creating a bit of a havoc for the mortgage market itself, where a lot of lenders are pulling off rates, making it more difficult for buyers to purchase properties. We've seen a lot of properties um, that have been agreed at good prices, um, gone to the valuation stage and come back recently at anywhere between sort of 8 and 15% off um, their agreed price. So you can sort of see that lenders are very cautious about what they're giving out uh, in terms of rates and where they can perhaps are pulling back slightly on the market. Um, rates were 3 to 4% a week ago are now being re-offered at 6 to 7%. So for those buyers requiring financing, it's a challenging time right now. And um, we're seeing a lot of people sort of just taking a step back. Um, and unfortunately, quite a few people being burnt, uh, for lack of a better word. However, if you are a cash buyer, particularly sitting in dollar denominations, you're seeing a massive saving. Uh, I mean, the, the currency transaction uh, in terms of costs is about 30% um, year on year. So that's a huge saving. And also with cash, as, as we always say, cash is king. So you have a negotiating power as well, which means that there are potentially some incredible deals to be had. Um, and that's the short term. And where do we see at the end of the year? I suspect mortgage rates will start to level off. I think there's been a lot of discussions about sort of six, will it go to 7%. I've heard various conversations from lead economists from PwC and various other accountancy firms who are a little bit less skeptical and they sort of think around five is probably where we'll end up. But a 5% interest rate um, is a huge difference to the sort of market we've had over the last, well, since the credit crunch in 2008. So affordability will take a hit. I think prices were probably going to have to be reflected in that way as well. So we really haven't got any space for stamp duty, have we? No, I mean, and that's the other <laughs> thing. That's exactly it. And I mean, I think with, with the 2008 financial crisis, the way out of that was to drop interest rates. That's how we came out of the crisis. Um, you know, we all sat there in our offices when Lehman collapsed and, and the various other banks that followed suit. And we thought this was the end of the world. And it really was a quick turnaround. You know, I think it was eight, nine months later, property prices were already above the, the sort of... Um, pre-credit uh, crunch era. Um, but that's because interest rates dropped from 3 3.5% down to 0.5%. And those that were on variable rates had a great advantage for that. Um, now um, we're looking at you know, 30, 40, maybe even 50% more in terms of like-for-like -like property in, in, since 2008. And with an interest rate at 5 6%, um, that's going to be a tough one to uh, navigate through. So it's really not about who are the buyers, where are they coming from? It's more about how can you structure a whole, as you say, the perfect storm, yeah, a whole set of... Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I think that the biggest problem here is that we have rising inflation with rising interest rates. 
Um, and you, it's sort of a monetary policy and a fiscal policy fighting each other off. And uh, I did economics at university, and I can tell you that you cannot have both of those fighting each other at the top. One has to give way to the other. Um, and so if interest rates keep rising, inflation should come down. And that's why interest rates are being put up in the first place. Um, but at the moment, they're sort of trying to see, trying to edge each other off. Uh, and obviously, a lot of that has to do with the stimulus package that uh, the government released in the mini budget as well. So we'll see. I think at the end of the year, things will be calmer. The market will settle down. But I think it, we will go into a period of uh, price reductions and more realistic pricings as well. Um, but that's not to say that there's going to be a massive fall in prices. London is very liquid in, in the property market, but also very illiquid when it comes to price drops. Because most of the people in this city, particularly at the super prime level, bought cash, don't need to sell, are not mortgaged or leveraged very high either. So the alternative to not selling is don't sell at all or rent it out. Um, and as you've heard, the rental market is, is absolutely booming. So there's always options. So that will stop prices sort of dropping too much. There, there will be a correction and then they'll just stop. And so either we'll go into a slightly flat line market where sort of we'll see you know, eventual growth over the years. Um, or, or we'll sort of end up going down over the next sort of three to four months and then the market will sort of correct itself again. It's, it, it kind of feels like we've been in, in a flat market for ages with little blips, doesn't it? It's like flat, 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 and then suddenly it goes crazy for three months and then yeah. it goes flat again. Yeah, that's right. So, you yeah, know. I, I think the London market, as a funny thing, because we're all bullish in the London market that there's always going to be price growth. And that's simply down to supply and demand. London is a, one of the most attractive places in the world to live. From a transport hub perspective, you know, it doesn't matter whether you come from America or Asia, you have to come through London. Um, everyone in the world seems to have a connection to London. You've got some of the best schools, the best eateries, the best theatres and entertainments. It's a safe place in terms of policing and uh, the legal structure as well. So people are drawn to this city. And with that means that there's always a good demand. And the supply, as we know, is a major issue. We can't build enough properties in London. Even with this huge expansion on the river, there is still a massive uh, undersupply of properties in London. So that will always keep bolstering prices and demand. And that's why when you have a period, an ineffective period of no price growth or very small sort of one to two percent, when the market fundamentals change ever so slightly, you see this sort of 30 percent rise uh, over a very short period of time. But what goes up must come down at some point as well. So, Yes, and don't do too much analysing and watching, otherwise you'll miss the boat. Correct, that's right, yeah. yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> OK, well, thank you very much for that. It was uh, great to hear your views, and uh, it's given us a, a, a different perspective on what we've been hearing all day. So we look forward to having you back on the show. Fantastic, I'd love to. Thank, thank you. you. So to listen to Chris and other experts about what's going on in the London property market, uh, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter and you'll be kept up to date on all our new interviews and masterclasses with experts in the super prime property market. Thanks for listening to the London Property Podcast. Head over to londonproperty.co.uk and subscribe to our newsletter to receive latest updates.